but he's whispering, you're in love with me. Here we are again. This is part seven of the Making of Dharmaland podcast. I'm your host, Brian Chittister. And for this episode, we are going to talk about track six on the Dharmaland album entitled Grapevine. It was originally copyrighted in 1960, so it was written around the time that the Eden's Island album was being recorded or mixed or wrapped up, or it may have even been written right after the Eden's Island album came out, but it was very close to that time, and I liked the idea that the grapevine, especially for Southern California people, has this obvious reference to the stretch of highway between Los Angeles and Bakersfield known as the grapevine. And there was even some news clippings after Eden's Island came out of Abby himself doing a promotional tour of the album, walking from location to location barefoot. And it said that he made it as far as Bakersfield and then turned back. So in my mind, I sort of imagined that grapevine came out of that maybe excursion up the grapevine out to Bakersfield that he did by foot or, or by hitchhiking or whatever happened along the way. Uh, even though the song itself doesn't necessarily reference the highway grapevine, it is more about kind of the metaphor of like hearing things through the grapevine, sort of, you know, whispered gossip about, you know, hidden romance or whatever. And so in that way, I kind of used it as a double entendre, another example or reference of the topography of California, which Dharmaland, the album, seems to toggle back and forth between kind of this mythic transcendental realm and the actual realm of California. And I really like this idea throughout the album that you can be in kind of the busy hustle bustle of the city, the state, all the different concrete jungle areas, the traffic, the highways and everything else. And yet, kind of in a, in a blink of an eye, you can have a transcendental experience. You can go through this sort of liminal experience and be transported to a much more spacious landscape. It still contains some of the topographical beauty of California without any of the hustle and lies and tragedies that exist in the so-called real world. So this song, in a way, was also one of the obvious novelties of the stash of, of lead sheets. And I wanted there to be some novelty songs as there had been on the Eden's Island album with Banana Boy and Mongoose. Because I felt like they sort of cut the heaviness of the album. There was poetry songs, there were instrumentals, but then you had a few sing songs and the novelty ones to me, they seemed to add something to the landscape. They talked about the hideaway down by the sea and that kind of stuff and dancing on the shore, you know, with the metaphor of the mongoose and whatnot. So, you know, they added some character to it. And I think if he had had more novelty songs on Eden's Island, it probably would have overwhelmed the sort of otherworldly vibe of the instrumentals and the poetry songs. So uh, the same here, we had a lot of instrumentals, we had some poetry songs on Dharma Land, and it felt like a good thing for, for us to have some novelty songs on here. There were a lot more of them in the original stash of lead sheets that I put aside from 1961 to 63, 
and I sort of whittled it down to this one, Grapevine, and song track number eight on the album, Dharma Man, and had suggested to the band that the tiki novelty act, King Kukulele, could come in and do the vocals. And I thought of that for a couple reasons. First, because he is a, a novelty act within this subgenre of exotica or tiki, and so I thought he would be interested in working with the band, and I knew that he was aware of Eden's Island and was a fan of Abby's, so I thought that was a good fit. And then the other thing was I had actually, King Kukulele came to my lecture at Tiki Oasis in 2014 that I did on Abby, and while he was in the crowd, I was actually saying, hey, listen, I found lots of other unreleased songs and lead sheets and da-da-da, and at some point I'd love to see them performed. And, and somebody in the crowd said, well, who would you want to perform? And I said, well, there's a couple songs that I'd like King Kukulele to actually perform because he has kind of a flat baritone like Avi himself did. And King jumped up from the crowd and said, I'll do it. And so I sort of felt like I needed to keep my promise to King and it does really give a kind of Abby vibe I think to have his flute on this album and some of the poems and and his his drums and and a pastiche of some of his rhythms from Eden's Island and and done with, with exotic arrangements but it actually gives it another level of authenticity to have someone that sang in the same range as him and King got his head around the the two songs in a great way as I said in the Fire of the Soul episode, Joe Remersa, Abby's longtime collaborator and the engineer of this album, actually first sang Grapevine, and it just didn't work. It was, it was too corny for Joe, and so he couldn't put his heart and soul into it, whereas somebody who is kind of a modern vaudevillian or a novelty singer by trade, like King Kukulele, doesn't really see the compromise in performing that material. It's actually near and dear to his heart so he actually put his heart into this where most people might consider it just sort of a throwaway but I don't consider it a throwaway I act, again for a lot of reasons I really love this song and when the original mix came back from Sweden in December 2019 or January 2020 it was pretty solid there weren't a lot of things that I wanted to alter the one thing that did hit me was that King Kukulele's vocal track and the female's vocal track kind of matched throughout. And when I went back to songs like Eden's Cove or Eden's Island or Surf Rider from the Eden's Island CD, I had this sort of epiphany that Abby arranged the female vocals on that album as almost like a Greek chorus where they sing about fate or they sing about the wind or they sing, they're sort of the voice of nature and then he sings sort of separate from them as kind of the voice of conscious reality or whatever. And I wanted to maintain that on this album where there was a sense of this kind of Greek chorus or this sense of like nature having its own voice and also that would give continuity between Eden's Island and Dharmaland. So the first thing that Joe and I did when we started remixing the album in February 2020 was to remove King Kukulele's vocals from the chorus where the, the female trio sing the words grapevine, grapevine. And then he'll come in and say, everybody's whispering, you're in love with me. And then they would do grapevine again. And I think by removing him and bringing them way up in the mix, it added this very mysterious element to it. And so at that point, we 
went back to the mix of Surfrider again from the Edens Island CD and heard some of these wind chimes and Joe and I went back in and recorded more of that kind of stuff to give it uh, I actually wanted a harp at one point but we couldn't find anybody to come in and do that but but we use the the chimes when the female trio sings the word grapevine as a kind of magic spell where again you're on the grapevine but you're entering into this kind of otherworldly or transcendental experience the opening sounds of the footprints and the traffic going by was just some sound effects that we concocted so that it sounded like Abby was actually walking on the Grapevine Highway and the cars were buzzing by him. And then the whistling at the end, Joe Remersa put that on himself. King Kukulea he didn't do that during the sessions. It actually just came to us. We were listening to some other Abby songs and there was a whistling version of Anna Was Mine that I played Joe and for whatever reason he thought, oh, if he's walking along the highway on the Grapevine, he's probably whistling to himself. And since it's a kind of a boy-girl song, he whistled, and at the end he had that part where he goes, <whistles> it's almost a little bit catcalling, and we were both kind of like, is this offensive now? Is this going to make people uncomfortable? But it seemed innocent. We thought that it fit in with the lyrics, and we kept it in there. All in all, I think the, the track, turned out beautifully. At one point I do remember that I tried to remove some of the guitar lines throughout it which were put in there by Matthias Unabek and Joe and I had actually removed that to give the track even more space and immediately it went back to everyone who you know was involved in the album, the band, producers, engineers, executive and everybody just said you've got to put that part back in there it's the best part and they were right and and so that that only got removed for a little bit and then the guitar parts thankfully went back in and gave it a, a feeling of being a very rich and joyous and fun song and I'm really glad that it turned out as good as it did. Thanks for tuning in and see you on the next one. Everybody's whispering your